Sawadee Cup, everyone. Hello, beautiful people. What's up, guys? We hope you guys are having a great day. We hope your day is getting a little bit better because you are now listening to FUPA Thought Episode 5. Episode 5. With Andy Trancal from Visionary Digital and Cheap Meals of Melbourne. Yeah, so we had an interesting one. We went a little bit over, uh, but I feel like it was definitely worth it because we got into some really deep conversations about uh, firstly talking about burning out and uh, how important it is to balance out working and rest time. We started talking about taking drugs. Yes, we did. We talked about the clubbing scene in Melbourne and um, what was the last thing we spoke about? It was. We also talked about how we connect with clients mm, on a different level. Yes, so building trust and... Uh, how to build trust and I guess how to you know, connect with clients on a personal level. We hope you enjoy. Yeah. You are now listening to Food for Thought. Food for Thought. Food, Food for, for thought. thought. Brought to you by Flying Art Studios. Flying Art Studios. Yo, what's up guys? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode five. Five? Episode five. And we are back with Andy. Andy's in the house. What's going on, bro? Not bad. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. How are you? Chilling. We We're chilling. chilling. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <laughs> so, um, firstly, I think we were just talking about um, the feedback that we got from that very first episode. So, shout out to everyone who gave us feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate it because it helps. And um, I guess we wanted to, I guess, do another one and just see how we go. And hopefully, these will get better as we keep rolling them out. But um, just to introduce the topic, um, we're thinking about what to talk about and what would be interesting and um, something that's kind of come up uh, between all of us as business owners is um, the concept of being burnt out and working mm. too hard versus, um, you know, rest time and, you know, being able to balance that out. So I guess just to kick things off, um, I don't know, what are your thoughts on, you know, working hard versus uh, resting and balancing that out? Yeah, um, I definitely think there needs to be a balance between um, how hard you work and how much time you need to rest. Mm. I think a lot of people take it for granted. Um, for myself, sometimes I feel like I'm being lazy when I want to rest. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a common thing to feel guilty about. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you're resting then and you're feeling guilty about it, do you end up doing work then or do you kind of like, yeah, I think I'll try and think of things that I can do that maybe aren't so um, like taxing on the brain. Maybe. Right. Uh, um, but yeah, it's it's hard to try and feel uh, not guilty about. Yeah, I guess you have to like kind of separate it and kind of be like in two minds about it and just be like, mm. okay, I'm working or I'm not working, you know? Yeah. And I guess it's just finding that thing that isn't too taxing and then like um, really trying to relax and just be more present in whatever you're doing. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, when you're on holiday then, do you feel like you should be working? Mm, a little bit. Mm. I think just because my job, it, it allows me to work when I'm overseas or anywhere I am. If I have the internet, I can do something. Yeah. So there's... Every time I have gone overseas, I have been able to do a little bit um, and I'm never really clocked off. Mm. Um, would it be nice to clock off 100%? Uh, I think so. Mm. But um, it's kind of just in you because it's your business. You know, there's something that can be done. Yeah. And it's not, yeah. it's not that. It's not like it ruins your whole day if you have to take an hour to, I don't know, send a few emails or talk to the team and organize a few things. Mm. I don't think it's a really big deal. Right. So have you ever felt like, um, well, when was the last time that you felt like you were on that um, burnout point or you felt like you were just doing too much and there was a point like, you know what, I need to rest now. Like what happened there? Quite recently, actually. Oh, I right. think um, Same. <laughs> <laughs> maybe even like now, like it just, oh. mm. there's a lot of things that are happening with like clients and the, growing the business and stuff. It's not always so easy. So um, I think I'm definitely feeling it a bit now where I just kind of want to step on the brakes a little bit and maybe chill out for the rest of the year but Mm. sometimes it's not the reality and you kind of have to step on this step on the gas again and yeah like push through it do you have any tactics on stepping on the gas again when you're feeling tired or you're at that point where it's like i just want to like chill out maybe i just want to kick back but i have people calling me i have people that i need to meet up with and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um do you have any tactics around that for me i think it's um 
probably talking to my friends and mm. letting them know how I feel and they help kind of like bring back some positive energy into like my mindset. Mm. So a lot of my friends that are around me will notice that I like to maybe socialize a lot when I'm feeling a bit burnt out. Mm. I think it helps me like, it G's me up. Like, right. cause I'll tell them like things that I'm feeling about work and about like my business and stuff. So with their advice, it helps me like, you know, get back into mm. action. What, what's some of the advice? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I guess that they're just encouraging me to like, like just chill out a little bit and like mm. take things a bit slow. Yeah. Think about each step and try not to like uh, rush everything. Yeah. So. No, nah, that's good. I think patience is a very important Definitely. Um, in terms of business, in terms of growing a business. Um, I was like listening to like a YouTube video this morning and he was talking about um, playing games that are infinite mm-hmm. versus um, games that are just finite versus... Um, so, for example, it might be like uh, Apple and uh, Windows. And we always have this debate about like which <laughs> one is better. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out Apple. But um, <laughs> I think um, the guy did a talk at um, like two conferences, both at Apple and at uh, Windows. And the Windows one, um, they were talking about how they can beat Apple. Whereas the Apple one was talking about how they can improve, you know, um, the tools that they provide for teachers and how they can grow. And they're playing that long game. Mm-hmm. And whenever you're playing that short-term game, um, it's you're never going to win because you're always just trying to like get that one thing, get that one thing. But if you're playing for you know the long haul and like for infinite, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't really matter if you take a break or not because at the end of the day, you're going to keep going. Um, whereas if you're like playing for just to get this one thing or get this one thing and then... Um, you think of it, you kind of feel guilty about like stopping because you're yeah. just trying to get this one reward or like yeah. trying to get this. You're like, ah, does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it makes that, sense. That, that makes head. sense. It makes sense. <laughs> the yeah. way I think about it is kind of like you're driving a car, mm. right? And you're, I totally stole that from you just then with the gas and the. <laughs> I go, like, go yeah, yeah. with it, dude. Well, essentially, like, you're putting the energy into your business and you're stepping on the gas, you're constantly moving. But when you're resting, you don't necessarily have to break. You can just let flow with the speed that it's already going. Cruise control. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. Cruise control. Cruise control. Yeah. Shout out. Cruise so it doesn't control. have to be a complete stop. Your rest doesn't have to be a complete stop. You can put efforts into um, putting gears into work and like rather than going backwards. You know mm, what I mean? Definitely. So definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think or sometimes a pit stop is good though. Yeah. Yeah. Change, Change your wheels. Exactly, dude. Exactly. This metaphor is. I perfect. mean, it's dope because yeah, when you change your wheels, like you have a fresh start, you feel like yeah. you're on the road again, and you might be driving faster than you were if you were to just kind of break on these like shitty tires the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you say change the wheels, what kind of things do you like? I think, what are you referring to? I think for me, like, like changing people. This is, this is something random, but I think like um, taking care of yourself as mm-hmm. well, um, because like for example, like. Um, getting a haircut is like refreshing yourself Mm. and like even doing stuff to like renew yourself. For me, it's like shaping my beard. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like just like different things to like, oh, I'm I'm refreshed. You know what I mean? I know know what you mean. Physical, like physically refreshing yourself. I feel like helps like even like buying new clothes. Sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm ready to work or I'm ready to have a fresh start. I've heard so much me to be honest. Yeah. I've I've heard someone like it does. um, I remember someone uh, made a post about what they did when they got burnt out and like in the middle of a day. And they'd be like, okay, I'm going to just, even if they've already had a shower, they'll just take a shower and then refresh themselves and just like pretend like it's the start of their day again. Mm. And I thought that was pretty cool. Like finding a way to reset and just be like, okay, starting again and like not holding on to a moment and letting that moment define your whole day. Mm. Yeah. On a daily thing, I feel like naps sometimes help, Mm -hmm. you know, like you take a nap and then you wake up and it feels like a new day. Well, you you're literally like re-energizing yourself mm. because your body is recovering in yeah. that sleep. Yeah. So you wake up and it feels like a new day and you can start fresh. You know, when you're like super switched on in the morning, mm-hmm. it's like that, but you've done it in the afternoon. So it's yeah. like, I can keep going, but you, sorry, go on. Do you guys nap often? I never nap. All right. Not nah. often, not as often as I'd like, but if I'm doing like a hella early start mm-hmm. and I start feeling burnt out by like, you know, one or two o'clock, mm-hmm. I might do like a quick one. And then after that, I'm like, all right, cool. I can keep going till like 12 a.m. You know what I yeah. mean? I actually prefer meditation 
because I find meditation to be more efficient because napping is a risky business for me. Because I feel like if I'm going to nap, I might nap for like an hour or two. Yeah, I agree. Or like I hate like waking up to an alarm for a nap. I agree, And then agree. with meditation, I just do a 10-minute guided meditation on YouTube and it like rejuvenates me the same as a nap would. Yeah. Mm. So yep, yep. it's mm. really just like more convenient for me. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been practicing uh, meditation? Um, consistently, probably more so throughout this whole year. Yeah. Yeah. So meditation has really gotten me through. It's like whenever I'm feeling burnt out, it's just a good reset button. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard some really good things about uh, meditation as yeah, well. Man. Like you can really get deep into like deep into that state. Mm. Um, and it's not easy to, you can't just, it takes lots of practice. Yeah, and yes, like, definitely. You know. What I've heard about meditation is that it's not like, okay, I'm going to practice meditating and then I'm good at it. And then I'm going to constantly get into like nirvana. It's mm-hmm. something that you fluctuates, you know, mm-hmm. one day you might feel like, okay, I can get into the zone. One day, um, nah, it's a bit harder for me. But as long as you're constantly practicing, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then when you feel like you're like meditating to um, a deeper level, that's when you start to feel like crazy things in your body. That's very similar to, um, say, taking substances. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, and I yep, guess yep. that's just how humans are built. We're yep. always chasing a different high. You know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Have you ever definitely. felt like that during meditation? Once. Oh, yeah, really? and it was like, the way I describe it is kind of like a rumbling tingle throughout my whole body. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it's kind of, it just, it's just like a fuzzy positive feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to one of my friends and he said he gets into like this really deep state of like meditation. Yeah. And after he comes out of it, he has like this sense of enlightenment that mm-hmm. is like no other. Yeah. And it's always it's always been so um fascinating to me and makes me want to like practice it to do it. And I, actually, I practiced it for a bit, but I never I was never consistent with it. So right. I, I never really got just to do that. just do ten minute guided meditation, mm-hmm. man. It's so mm-hmm. easy to just like put yeah. one on and then just listen and just try and get into the zone. Mm-hmm. Like some days you're gonna feel like you're not gonna get into the zone, but you know you just keep practicing it and yeah. it's like it helps your focus. For yeah, sure. no definitely. But you know, something funny that happens to me with the guided meditations, right? Because mm-hmm. um, there's one, there's an app called Calm that I use sometimes um, when I'm just like maybe in the morning just to kick off the day where uh, like, because sometimes I'll meditate with just no music, nothing mm-hmm. and just kind of like try and silence out my thoughts and just clear my mind, just be yeah. clear. But then sometimes I'll like, oh, I need a bit of a push today. So I'll use yeah. a guided one. And then one of the like de-stressing ones, um, like I'll just be sitting there and she was talking about like problems and like yeah. problems always come, you know, problems will always be there. And then she was like, when we're poor, we have poor people problems. But when we're rich, we have rich people problems. And I was like, that's true, but I really want the rich people problems. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's like, yeah, I was like, money doesn't buy you happiness, but I'd rather cry in my Lamborghini. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's me too, dude. So that totally took me out of the meditation. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, true. fuck, man. Oh. Well, I listened to this meditation that was fo- like about focus. And I was just like, okay, today I really want to get a lot of work done. So I'm going to, like, I pretty much type up. 10-minute guided meditation for focus. And then the visuals that they were describing was so effective, especially as a content creator. Mm. And what they said was like, okay, imagine a screen and just think about like in third person, think about you doing work. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm just visualizing myself at my desk editing, right? Mm. And then they're like, okay, um, in between you and that screen is all these clouds. And it's like on the count of three, all those clouds will wipe away and it will just be you and that task. Oh, and I was like, yeah, whoa. Same. And then I got so much work done that day. <laughs> it's just it's, me. You're just sitting there smashing out. Yeah, heads. yeah. I was like, oh my God. Like, But like when you get into that deep state with meditation, especially for us, because mm-hmm. we create videos all the time. And we're very visual um, people. So it's just fun to meditate and just go deeper within like the darkness within your eyelids, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like in a physical matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting when you just like literally just close your eyes and you're like, holy shit, everything's different. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, Because like, yeah, we're such visual people. I and mean, sometimes like you forget to like just close your eyes and just like be with yourself. I think that's yeah. a way to just kind of, yeah. I guess, close the curtains, just be like, all right, it's just me now. You know what yeah. I mean? And it makes you have that internal like dialogue with yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was one time I was um, listening to Alex Watts. 
Alex Watts? Is that his name? I don't know who Alex Watts is. You always bring up people yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He's like one of like <laughs> these, he? uh, he's like, oh, I think he's like a meditation guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he was talking about, he was, so. it was like a guided meditation thing and he was yeah. talking about, um, he, he was like, imagine, imagine like the grass and imagine what color it is. Like imagine the sound it makes when, when the wind blows through it. And like, I was closing my eyes and visualizing it in my head. And yeah. I, I swear, it's like you could see and feel everything almost. Yeah. Right. And then he's like, imagine like what, try and think about what kind of sounds the waves make like mm. as it as it reaches the shore yeah and imagine like each bubble that bursts or something it was like really oh, like, was, like that's deep deep. Yeah, i was like Fuck. <laughs> 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 was it too, was it hard or was it easy? no it was really uh, relaxing because i i think i'm a pretty visual uh visual person as well so i yeah. could almost see it all That'd be oh. interesting to do if you're like high or like mm-hmm. like guided med- meditations or if you're lit. Imagine like a whole yeah. club and like yeah. going through like a lit meditation. Well, I guess <laughs> it's just like focus is hard when you're lit, mm. you know? It's just, you get distracted very mm. easily. Mm, that's true. But, or maybe because we're in this, maybe if you took, you know, when you get lit, uh, when you get lit, you're at the club, right? It's yeah. loud, it's yeah. easy. Yeah. What if things. you got lit, but in a place that was the opposite? Uh, where it's quiet, right, it's like a yoga studio. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I wonder what kind of effect that would have on the on the mind. Mm. Guess we got to go out. Where's <laughs> <laughs> <Lots> the <of> drinks? <laughs> Surely people do that. Yeah, I'm sure. Surely yeah. it triggers them in a different way. Like mm. if you it's like having wine. a glass of wine. Yeah, and then when you just mellow out, and you true, just chill true, true. out. Yeah. And then it doesn't get you so hyped, but it's more like, yeah, I just mm. want to kick it. It's got to be the type of alcohol then, I mm. think. Yeah. So you couldn't do like shots of vodka and yoga at the same I time? I don't think so. Mm. Only one way to find <laughs> out. Only one way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they do do that in like um, in the States and they have like gyms and like um, like bars at the gym. What? Have you heard of that? Nah. Where people will like get lit really? at the gym? Or I don't know if they get lit lit, it but safe? I know it's like a party vibe. So you go in and it's like... <laughs> I'm such a grad, but is that safe? <laughs> you could get hurt. <laughs> you could drop a Do wave on your foot. liability? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, they're trying to create that environment where it's like the gym is like a club pretty much. I think I've seen a gym with like a DJ booth and yeah, I've seen mm. that too. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know about the drinks. Yeah, I don't know about the getting lit. Lit. It yeah. looks like the getting lit. I don't know about cool. drinking, but yeah, I'd be down to try it. I don't know. You'd probably chuck up. Like, yeah, I don't know if it feel too good to be honest. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> it might help actually. Like it, it boosts your confidence. It you could. Know, you, you're not so scared of going for that weight that you were afraid to try. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's true. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, I can do it. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I you can do anything it. when you're drunk. So yeah. like imagine. I feel like I want to get into like more stuff that we can cut out if we, we're not comfortable talking about it. But have you ever gotten high and worked out? Um, Smoke weed and worked no, out? No, never. Me and I've, David I've did it once. Been <laughs> curious. Yeah, it, it was, was sick. It was good. We were there but for two I hours. I feel like we were hella really? slow. <laughs> yeah. What I think you? we really, con- like I enjoyed it. I enjoy it because like when you're doing it, you, you're doing it to enjoy it. It, it, it feels less of a chore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like for some people, obviously going, um, going to the gym, it's more of a chore. Mm-hmm. But when we, was, we were there, it was like we were really focused on what we were doing. We were just like focused on bettering ourselves. Yeah. Mm. What were you yeah. guys doing? Like you guys are doing we just did chest on day or something? Or? Normal weights. And then we moved into like uh, more intensive dance movement. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 Did like almost like some plyometrics kind of stuff. I'm doing like pull-ups and stuff as well. So yeah. stuff like that. And then, I don't know. I feel like you can feel your whole body more. Like you mm-hmm. feel each muscle. Yeah. You know when you're supposed That's to like, you know, focus on a, um, a certain like muscle group yeah. when you're working it out. Yeah. It felt like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You just kind of get lost into it. So yeah. You, are you saying that uh, your muscle activation... And connection, mind muscle connection yeah. was stronger. Yes, while being for high. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it felt like that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it looked like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, look at the outside. Like two like stoners. Like <laughs> 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 the gym wasn't even open. <laughs> Chill it outside. Yeah. <laughs> mind muscle connection is like one of the most important things when working out. So yeah, yeah. If that was working in your benefit, then mm. I think so. Um, I used I actually used to do it a lot late at night. Um, because I just remember. Um, Arnold with a joint. Yeah, you know those pictures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So well, if Arnold does it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It must well, be fine. Apparently you smoke a lot. And so, ah. yeah. So um, I think it really did make me focus because 
I would usually be distracted like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm like, nah, I'm going to stick to my plan. When I when I smoke, I, I usually stick to the plan, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever smoked up and done anything out of the ordinary? Like, or like even ordinary things? Have you ever smoked up is the question. <laughs> I've smoked up many times. <laughs> you pretty much up. asked me that ordinary but, um, or I don't know ordinary things. Nah, I don't think anything out of the ordinary. ordinary. Mm, nothing like that, rings, stuff, nothing yeah. that rings a bell for me. Um, right. What I do enjoy is smoking up and listening to music yeah. because yes. I can hear... I can hear the music. I can see the music almost in like, mm, wow. I see every single beat yeah. and I see like, you know, like how you have like a video timeline. Yeah. I see that, but for the sounds. Uh, oh, wow. So like there's like the, like the bass, like the drop. Uh, uh, I've actually heard of people that can like see color when they, um, oh, shit. like just naturally. Yeah. Like they see color when they hear music and they become like amazing musicians. Whoa. You know? mm, yeah. It's like, yeah. imagine if they got high. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. You'd probably see his. And I've also yeah. um when listening to music when you're high, you know how you s- you look at like the visualizations on like when you have like a music app, they have like the visualizations mm-hmm. yeah. when they're playing music. You can almost see that in your head, and it like yeah. I'm like fuck. I could I could make this into a video if I could like, <laughs> translate it from like my head to my fingers. Mm. Have you ever tried editing? No, oh, but oh. I want to. Yeah, I feel oh. like. It's different because when you're editing, you there's so much focus as mm-hmm. well. Um, I've done it before, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm more sharper yep. um, when I'm like sober. Mm-hmm. But if I'm watching a video and I'm high, then I can break it down a yeah. lot easier. I'm like, ah, oh, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. I feel like it's slower yeah, when I'm yeah, watching yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Or I might be able to see the behind the scenes of mm-hmm. it, like visualize how they're doing this shot. Yeah, That's honestly how I started getting into film. Yeah, yeah I was high watching um, Fast Five. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, was crazy. Yeah, that from there I was like, experience. you know what? This is crazy. I think I'm going to go to film school. <laughs> that was, the was that actually how it happened? That's, that's exactly Holy how it happened. Shit. Yeah, I was watching. I was like, wow. I'm like visualizing people on set, like filming all mm-hmm. these sick cars and that kind of stuff and the people acting. And I'm like, this is all just literally a set. But when you watch it, you don't think about that normally. You're just like, oh, this is a sick movie. You're in the story. And I was like, fuck. It just made me kind of take a different yep. perspective yep. on it. And I feel like weed helps you with your perspective mm-hmm. on things. I don't mm-hmm. know about you guys, but do you think about things differently sometimes? 100%, man. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you're like stressed out. It might, yeah, it's a good stress reliever when you're like, yeah. you know what? That shit doesn't even fucking matter. So what are you telling to the young entrepreneurs out there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if you're ever in LA, <laughs> it's super legal over there. Isn't it? Isn't it becoming legal in the ACT or something? Yeah, apparently. Um I probably for medicinal use only, but mm. it's a start. It's a start. Yeah, it's a start. It's a good thing to invest in, I reckon. Definitely, I reckon everyone's probably on it already, though. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> the first, let's do it. <laughs> the first, I'm growing, waiting for it to get legalized. It's like, oh, these plants just appeared. <laughs> what do we have here? It's like a fucking like factory. <laughs> but I didn't even know. <laughs> what <are> the odds? <laughs> May as well start a business. <laughs> oh. So speaking of business, um, do you have any? Um, I know we were kind of kind of talking about this before, but um, I don't know. Do you ever feel like you want to get into other businesses because you are running a business, like, mm-hmm. um, and you kind of have ideas for business like all the time? Because I know I do. I'm always like, oh, that could be a business, or that mm. could be a business. Yeah, definitely. I think being exposed to so many other people's businesses it gees mm. me up to try other things. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think about it nonstop. Like, what else can I do that isn't what I'm doing now. Mm. Like, yeah. Where, I, where else can I put my eggs? Yeah. I don't want all my eggs in one basket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always thinking like, oh, if, if I had a business like this, I could do this. And then I, I kind of ground myself. And I'm like, well, we already have a business. So why don't I try it with this first? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like you're always thinking about something else, but it's yeah. like, okay, well, why don't we apply it to what we already have and then strengthen what we have? Yeah. You know? I agree. I, like too. I get, I'm guilty of that as well. I'm thinking like, fuck, I, I could maybe start this type of business. But then I bring myself back and I'm like, well, maybe I should invest that energy into my own business yeah. that's yeah. already running. You're already doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's already there. Maybe exactly. I can put that energy into this and yeah. that can be something instead yeah. of like parking it and yeah. trying something else. And then else. like yeah. switching up your lanes and yeah, like yeah, working yeah. on something yeah. else. Yeah, I get you. I feel like that too. I think it's interesting when you see other entrepreneurs though, like in you know, later in their years and they have like five different businesses. I'm like, how 
is that even like possible to run five businesses so successfully as well yeah. at the same time and kind of navigating between mm. that? But I guess it takes time as well yeah, definitely. and doing the right thing. Usually it's like mm. that one baby that you have first and it's like, oh, you've learned all the mistakes and yeah. learned how to go about it in that one mm-hmm. and then kind of diversified. Yeah, after. maybe you can do the other ones more efficiently where it mm. like requires less, I guess, energy or mm. money even. Yeah, side hustles. Yeah. Do you guys have anything... Any side hustles that you're thinking of? Um, in terms of side hustles, I wouldn't. I don't really see it as a side hustle because for me, like dance has always been like a passion. Yeah. But at the same time, so was film, mm-hmm. and so for me, like, um, you know, having the dance career and like teaching and that kind of stuff, I'm starting to see how I can apply my business skills in film to myself and just how I like, I guess, promote my yeah. own dancing and promote my classes and that yeah. kind of thing, but. I think it's interesting because like when you just start off, it's like that pure like just you just do it for fun. You know, yeah. what I mean? it doesn't really matter like if I'm getting paid for it. Like I just want to just want to do it and just want to share it and like people can learn from it. But then now that it's becoming like a bigger thing and I feel like I can provide value for people. It's like, all right, how do I apply that into this? And then it, you know, pretty much becomes another business as well. Yeah. 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 Are you guys taking like dance classes and getting yeah, yeah, yeah. paid for it and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm teaching on Friday. Quick plug. This will come out like in two out. weeks. But we've got some workshops and stuff coming out, different shows yeah. and that kind of thing as well. Really want to get into more like um, live productions mm-hmm. and seeing how I can incorporate dance and film together yeah. uh, in a show mm-hmm. um, so people can come through and experience something like live. I feel like live is like, you know, you can watch a video. It's cool. Like it's its own thing. But when you experience something like live and you see people performing, there's nothing quite like it. It's you an experience. I, mean? mm. yeah. Yeah. I think we touched on this on that first episode as well. Like mm. the live thing was could be coming back yeah. or being more I feel like demand. watching a movie in a cinema is a live experience compared to watching it on your laptop. Definitely. You know, because yeah. you're in that environment and the sound and the production is just much higher when yep. you're absorbing that. Yeah. And so... Yeah, it, it that is sense. a live experience as yeah. well. I, I feel like cinemas are never going to die. No. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they will. Yeah. Unless you could VR into it, the cinema, from from, from, home. from home. Ooh. And like you Man, pay- VR is... <laughs> if the sound systems oh, and everything uh, easily accessible, which technology will get cheaper, um, then yeah, I guess. But then the cinemas are just going to get better. True. <laughs> Yeah. How much better could a cinema get though? You know, I, I think know, the best 4D. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best thing about cinemas is going with your friends or going yeah. with like a girlfriend True. or like that moment. Like it's like an event that you share with people rather than watching it on the screen. You know, mm. you don't really care too yeah. much about how it is as long as it's there, like it's loud and the seats are comfortable, that kind of thing. But yeah. it's more like, hey, you want to go to the movies or you have a movie night? Like I feel like that's the experience that people yeah. are paying for. Yeah. Yeah, live shit. Um, how are you feeling about like um, the clubs? Because I know you go out a fair bit. I like that segue. <laughs> That's a live experience. Yeah, it is, man. It yeah. is. And I know it's hard to run events because, um, you know, we've got a couple that we've done before for the business, like block parties and that kind of stuff. And I mm. get how hard it is. And it's like really hard to make money from it too because yeah. there's so many expenses. But at the end of the day, um, I feel like people just enjoy it and it's good for branding and it's good to build a business off events because people experience that and Mm -hmm. they never forget how they feel at the event you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so uh what are your thoughts on like i guess the event scene in melbourne at the moment uh are you referring to music events yeah music events clubs friday nights saturday nights i know (laughs) (laughs) i'm just interested on your thoughts on this um because yeah i know you go out on your Insta- according to Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even go out. He yeah. just photoshops himself into the clubs. He's like, yo, send me your videos. I post it on my Instagram story. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like I'm going out and shit. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I'm kind of confused on the question, really. Yeah, I don't even know if that question makes sense. But I guess it's like, what are your thoughts on the the clubbing scene at the moment in Melbourne? Um, for, uh, Is it the same as how it used to be? Mm. <laughs> I think so, yeah, like, the first time I went clubbing, I was, like, 18, like, still in year 12. Right. Um, you still feel like you're 18? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> we didn't uh, say it's lit back then. <laughs> we did back then. Yeah. Um, no, but the actual scene, I think, is the same. Um, when I went, 
My first club I went to was Neverland. Wow, Fridays. Oh, you yeah. guys remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Did you guys go? Yeah, man. Man, I was a pro- promoter for the first week. And oh, <laughs> shit. You know when you just become a promoter? Yeah. And then like, that was like the hustle. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to try and like make money off my guest list and stuff. Yeah. But then I'd lose motivation and I'd just go in for free and just party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I That's the real goal. Yeah. <laughs> that Partying for free. Yeah. <laughs> The scene itself, I think, hasn't changed too much. Right. Um, the same kind of people. I think maybe because I've only really gone to like Asian clubs. I have mm-hmm. gone to like other clubs, but mm-hmm. like it's like the same kind of thing. Yeah. Asian clubs going then and now, it still feels the same. I would say the only difference is the uh, the how much drug use is now right. more prominent, I think. Right. In the clubs. In the clubs. Ah. Um, I remember back in the earlier days, there wasn't people going to the toilets to... You know, mm-hmm. yeah. rack up, to rack up. There wasn't any of that. It was yeah, that's true. It wasn't as obvious. Now it's like you go to the. It's pretty often. And, yeah, you're going to take a piss. And like, yeah, yeah, ten dudes yeah. walk out of the. All you hear is. So that yeah. <laughs> you constantly hear that. The you only, do. You do. It's only, so common. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. It's, even like with younger kids as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more accessible now. Yeah, I think back then in what's this 2012, it wasn't as like. Accessible back then, but now mm. it's mm. you can get it anywhere. I think that's interesting. So yeah, I don't remember seeing much of that back in those days, mm. but now I see it like it's normal. Yeah. Do you feel like it's gonna hit a point where people are gonna get like same thing with like um, ecstasy, mm-hmm. um, where you know you didn't see it, but you started seeing it like come in a little bit more, and then like you know people started to die from it because mm-hmm. they overused it or they used the wrong thing, or people started mixing it. Yep. Do you feel like that could be the same thing? Yeah, definitely. Maybe people start getting sold some dodgy stuff right. and yeah. take yeah. it too far maybe. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you don't know what you're taking. You don't, you don't. You don't. Mm. It's just you trusting that you're getting what is told. Yeah. But a lot of the time it's, yeah, not what it is. <laughs> Damn. Dangerous. That's scary. If you really think about it, it's like, you don't exactly you, know what's in it. Yeah. Not many people know what ingredients yeah. <laughs> are in it. No. You know what I mean? It could be like just baking powder or some it shit. For all yeah. you know, yeah. you could be just snorting baking powder. Yeah, like yeah. a bag of salt. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could give it to you and be like, this is like the yeah. best shit you've ever had. Yeah. It's the way that you sell bucks. it. Huh? Yeah, 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I fuck off and you've taken it and mm, it's like, yeah. okay. What the fuck was that? Yeah, and there's no way to kind of determine. Yeah. There's no quality control there. So that's good luck, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hectic game to be in. Yeah, Moral definitely. of the story, don't take drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Do not condone. Well, try before you buy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's very... <laughs> Can I just say one thing about the clubs? Yeah. When I quit drinking... I fucking hate clubs now, man. Like, you realize that drinking in that environment... Like, I mean, um, everybody being drunk gives people the right to be assholes, you know? I just, like, I feel mm. like little things... I guess it's just the environment in, in which, like, there's a lot of people and everyone's smashed anyway, so it's okay if they walk past and elbow you in the head or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did you get elbowed in the head? You definitely got elbowed in the head. I can't say I've really encountered any assholes out there. Oh, really? Maybe I just, like one time, but just where was it? If you if you don't if you haven't encountered any assholes, you're the asshole. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm the one fucking shoving. <laughs> move, move, move. I was just trying to say that you elbowed me in the head at the club. <laughs> but I just yeah, I just feel like being sober at a club is so different. Oh, for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Sure. I feel like it's boring as. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I keep trying to tell myself that it's like, it's cool. And like, you know, it's cool to like not drink at a club. Um, but I just find myself not wanting to go to clubs at all. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You know? I feel like it's like a very, uh, I think the culture is like very heavy on drinking. And yeah. so when you're there, it's like, what, you, what else are you going to do? You have a drink and then you dance. That's yeah. like kind of mm. it. So it's like a moment that you share with people by mm. drinking it's yeah. like hey man let's go get a shot and yeah. then after that that's the experience you know what i mean so you go there just to kind of share that shot and you're like yeah. oh like you feel i don't know you start getting a bit loose and then i feel like that's the whole thing but when you don't drink yeah you're there you're like what do i do like i wonder if that's <laughs> just a mindset thing though and, mm-hmm. and you could like because if you're sober and you go to the club you're like fuck what do i do i'm not 
don't want to drink and mm. I'm really not enjoying my time here. Yeah. I wonder if you can maybe shift your mindset to the mindset you have when you're drunk. Yeah. And just yeah, be like, yeah, yeah, this is sick. That's like, true. I'm, this music's good. The lights are good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my friends are here. I mean, I'm there anyway, so I kind of have to shift my mindset. It's yeah. like, well, I'm going to be here for three hours anyway because I'm the ride home. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, I bet it's either I enjoy myself or I be a bitch about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I do end up enjoying it. It's just the elbows to the head, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got elbowed pretty hard. Nah, <laughs> nah, it's just, yeah. I don't know. Um, but like, I can really tell when the DJ shit. Oh, yeah. You know, like sometimes, sober. yeah, when you're sober, you can really tell when the DJ shit. And mm. it's like, okay, are they like um, vibing with the DJ or are they vibing with the songs, that the hits that they're playing? You know what I mean? Like mm. sometimes DJs just... Um, throw some songs together and not read the vibe of the crowd mm -hmm. and they just think that it's all G. You know, it's like I get paid no matter what mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But you can tell when a DJ loves their craft and they just like really put that energy and just understand what people are feeling. Yeah. You know? I think there's a big difference from like club DJs and like like main stage kind of DJs. Right. Um, yeah. When I go to a club, I don't really focus on yeah the dj or the music it's so more much. about like, like right drinking, the people yeah, yeah you kind of like your friends yeah and shit. the music's like oh yeah it's all right it's pretty yeah. shit but then you have a great night because you've just kind of hung out with everyone yeah 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 and someone's gone fucked up and you're yeah. like oh man that was yeah a yeah, yeah. yeah. you don't remember about the music yeah. you know yeah like, well, I, was I, right. I guess when i'm there sober and i'm not drinking with people it's, i don't have that connection mm. so it's like i'm trying to find something else to yeah, fulfill yeah. me yeah. And, and you're a dancer as well. Yeah, so it's, it's like music and dance. And if, yeah. if the music isn't good, then I'm like not dancing to it. I'm like, oh, why am I here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, so I guess it's just like trying to find that connection with people. Mm. Yeah. They need to serve non-alcoholic alcohol at clubs. Yeah, true. Like mocktails. Kind of like mocktails, but they have like gin and stuff um, nowadays that are yeah. non-alcoholic. Mm -hmm. um, what would be the purpose of that? I think it's the taste. Ah, yeah. so you can mm -hmm. feel to feel that you're the experience. To, yeah. Is it to is it to feel that you're like you're in with the group? Like everyone's drinking a GNT and you're drinking yeah. a non-alcoholic GNT. Is it is it to feel part of the group? I, guess I think so. there's yeah, uh, um, there's a companionship to it. You know, um, because I'm a year and a half into like this challenge of not drinking for two years, and I was leaning towards whether I quit drinking forever or whether I jump back into drinking and I'm leading towards drinking again because of the companionship, yeah. you know, it's, that's pretty much the only reason why I want to do it again, just to have a different experience, mm. you know, because I've been out of it for a while and it's like jumping back into it is just so that I can try something new, which is weird to say, <laughs> you know, yeah. trying something new is drinking with friends, which is new for me. It would be well, new again, I think. New again, again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll be you, new again. You know what it's like. I know what, you know what it's like, so, but it's... But you haven't felt that in a while. Yeah, so I haven't felt would, that in a while. It would be a refresher of yeah. what it was. Yeah. And I remember what it was like <laughs> And I guess it's always like everything in moderation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, alcohol, you know, it's fun and, you know, you can get loose and it can, you know, there's a lot of health benefits like maybe mentally as well in terms yeah. of like just like chilling out, <clears> hanging out, having a good night and then like not being stressed out about work or whatever, yeah. which yeah. I feel like a lot of people do. But I guess it's like when you do it too much, when you're doing it every day, when you do it like a five night, yeah. bender, like that's fucking hectic. You know what I mean? Yeah. To bring it back to that um, work balance thing. Yeah. I, I enjoy drinking um, a, a beverage or a couple of beverages <laughs> um, when I'm feeling a little under the pump at work. It just, mm. for me, I feel like it helps relaxes me yeah. and chills me out a little bit. Is so, that is that the right thing to do? I'm not, too sure I, as long I as you think don't the balance it. Yeah, yeah yeah it's the balance i think definitely. but um yeah like definitely i enjoy like a night like a beer or two after work um just to chill out a little bit mm. um does it could maybe they maybe these are like the telltale signs of an alcoholic <laughs> i'm not sure but i think if you if you're aware before it happens i it's think okay. when it comes to addiction that's when it's a problem because mm. an addiction defined in the way that you're drinking and you're not telling anybody about it and you're not like you're, you're not hiding not, bottles under yeah, the bed or like you're not doing what you're <laughs> like you're not fulfilling your roles and drinking instead yeah you know like oh i'm, I'm gonna um call in sick 
to have a drink. Yeah, that's pretty. You fucked. know, that's that's, that's, up, yeah. that's next level. That's when it's like a health that, problem. Yeah, you know, it's like health oh, and mental problem. Yeah, yeah. if yeah. you can't control it, then I think yeah, it's obviously out of control. Yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah, when you know what you're doing and you know it's not jeopardizing, you know, your family or your work, your career, that kind of thing. Definitely. Then I think it's hard to have a drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's crazy because like the drinking culture is pretty crazy in Australia. Oh, definitely. Like. I think we're the only country in the world that drinks out of our shoes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you done that? Before? No, no. Have you done it? No, no. no. Hey, That's disgusting. <laughs> maybe if it's like a brand new shoe, I would probably consider it's it. Jordans, yeah, yeah. maybe. But like, fuck, man, not someone else's dirty. shoe. Not even my own shoe. <laughs> yeah. <dude>. Shit. <laughs> Why? Fucked, man. Yeah, bro. And they just nicknamed it Shoey as well. Oh, do a Shoey. Oh man, fuck well. that. I would like never that. do that. No. 10K maybe? <laughs> <laughs> it's hella gross. David's bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do oh a show for you, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> maybe like for my, my, my best friend's bucks. Yeah. Like, all right. All right. For Australia. If we're all doing <laughs> it. For Australia. For you, very patriotic of you. <laughs> In the name of brotherhood. <laughs> That's hectic. But yeah, nah, I totally feel you on that one in terms of, yeah, just know, being able to uh, kick back and have a drink sometimes. Yeah. I feel like it's good, but, yeah. but you know, there's you know, pros and cons. I remember, yeah, I remember someone talking about like um, what drinking meant to them, and it was kind of poetic in the way that one person would be coming from school, one person would be coming from work, and one person would be coming from another event, and then they all come together and they don't need to talk about where they came from, and they just kind of reset together and just like yeah. share share a beer. Yeah, it's like yeah. like my uncles and stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they work in the stuff. Like some of them are truckies. So, and I think in Vietnam the drinking culture is like hectic. So like beers and shit. Yeah, beers yeah. and shit. And like they just kind of get to hang out over that. And it's like their way of just socializing. And it's like you feel yeah. inclusive by having a beer with them. Like when yeah. I sat down with my uncles and I had a drink with them, it's like you share something. And it's like yeah, yeah, you I just agree. become a little bit closer. I, I don't know what it oh is. Oh my god! Yeah, hundred percent. I've got a good story in the way that like. My girlfriend's uncle like saw us at a, at a wedding shoot, right? Mm. And then he asked if I um, wanted to have a drink with him. But then this was like the start of the challenge of not drinking for two years. And I was like, oh, I'm, I actually don't drink. Like that's that's the thing I was saying. Like I I don't drink. And then in his eyes, it just looked like he's he crushed the man. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, I accepted you in the family already. Though. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. He's like. What do you mean you don't drink? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, like, it's unheard oh. of. Yeah, or it's yeah, like yeah. you share something when you have a drink with, especially someone older. Yeah. Like even like your parents or like an uncle, auntie. Yeah. And then, or even like your girlfriend's parents. Mm-hmm. You share like a shot or something. Yeah. And it's like, boom, we're like family. I yeah. don't know. It's yeah, like yeah. How it works. I'm waiting for that moment, man. <laughs> I'd say it's like a sign of respect, man. Like, yeah. I'm like, disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> like if, that, if an uncle goes like, like have a beer. You can't say no. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> like, all right. Even if I didn't want to, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. like I'll, yeah. S- I'll say yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, like, yeah, but, that's very true. But I think that's what was a big part of this challenge as well. It was very empowering for me mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, in the way that yeah. like, no matter what situation, this was my discipline training. In Agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like you learned something about yourself. It was for you, you know? Yeah. And when you do that, sometimes you do it for them. And if yeah. you got to do something, yeah. you got to do something. I mean, you got to stand by your principles or stand by whatever yeah. challenge that you're doing. That's but, true. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting that circumstance when that comes up. Or like, you know, when you're at a club and you see like your older cousin, and they're like, hey, let's go get a drink. And they buy you a drink. And it's like something special about it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because you want to buy a drink for someone you hate. Yeah. And it kind of just like clears the air. Like, and especially. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think like, about that. So like, would I buy a drink for someone that I hate? But like, if you wanted to, like, it's a, it's an icebreaker. It's like if a little you, present. Yeah. If you if you were just like, oh, um, it's if you like wanted to break the ice and make sure like they know that we're all good. It's like, yeah. oh, let's have a drink. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just a social thing. Like, yeah. Just connecting with someone over yeah. a drink. Yeah. Um, it means something, right? Yeah. Like when you haven't seen someone in a while, they're like, hey man, let's go get a drink. Yeah. And they buy you a drink. You're like, fuck. They're like, no, I'll pay for it. Like, no, that's fine. It's like, let me, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if it can be so, like, why does it have to be a drink? Or why is it sometimes <laughs> yeah. frowned upon? Maybe? Yeah, I was thinking that. Like, like I think there was a post about um, why do people buy girls drinks at um, bars but not buy books for them at bookstores? 
Ooh. You know what I mean? Shit. Like, if you, mind blown me. If you <laughs> bought a book for someone at a bookstore, that's a pretty beautiful thing to do. And it's a lot cheaper than some drinks. <laughs> Can be. It's 20 to 30 and it'll bucks. last yeah. longer too. Yeah. And you give them knowledge. Holy know? shit. We should go Damn. out and buy books. For other people, yeah, it's, no. it's kind of it's kind we of just hang out at a bookstore and, and like, just be like, "Hey, hey can, can I, buy I buy your book?" Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Never thought about it that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Random acts of kindness. Yeah, I think we should try and do more of that just for fun. What about know? going to Macca's and paying for the person in front of you? Can I buy you a cheese? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool too. Like you know, can I add to your obesity? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's counterproductive, like, but if it makes them happy, get you know? an extra sprite. <laughs> But I think like buying people food is just such a beautiful gesture, you know, because yeah. everybody eats, you know. Definitely. And if you, I remember like paying for food and just like someone mood changing like like that. And they were just like- That's me, man. <laughs> they were just like really like just mellow and just grumpy. And then after they found out that I paid for the bill, they were just like laughing and just like, Going off, like, I think because we kind of have this, like, oh, I'm going to have to pay for this, you know mm. what I mean? Like, they're calculating it in their head. Mm. Or you don't know what people are going through financially, but, you know, just that relief, like, oh, I actually don't have to pay for this. Okay, cool. Free you food know? is actually the maddest thing ever. Yeah. yeah, man. It doesn't have to be a lot as well, but if it's, like, small and it's, like, free, you just, like, you appreciate it so much. Yeah. yeah. You're, like, surviving off it. It's, like, here yeah. is to help you survive. It's and it's free. I'm just helping you. I think it's big in Asian culture as well. Like mothers are always like, oh, have you eaten yet? Yeah. Or, yeah. And it's just, they're always making sure you're fed, you know? Yeah, you're like, you looked after, you're fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If you're full, then it's all good. Yeah. yeah. Even if there's that language barrier, it's just like, all they want to say is, have you eaten? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> Food sure is an eat. international language. It is, it mm. is. Shout out food. <laughs> so maybe going back to the alcohol, maybe alcohol helps you like loosen up. So when you when you're loosening up with somebody else, yeah. mm. it's a bond that is kind of unique, maybe. Yeah, the it, walls are down. Yeah, yeah, the walls are down. And you're not so, like, you've got nothing to hide almost. Yeah. If that's the right I feel way like that helps a lot in, like, the corporate world mm. where, you know, everybody's trying to hustle and then they have, like, that Friday night drinks. Not that, like, I work in corporate and I understand that, but I see it and mm -hmm. I can totally get why people were so keen for, like, that after work Friday drinks because that's when they can mingle with, like, yeah, the managers definitely. and that kind of stuff. To go back on that, um, last week when I was at Scarlet, mm. after Scarlet, I um, bumped into one of my clients. Cool. And we bu we bu I bumped into them at Scarlet. Oh, right. <laughs> and we're both drunk. So <laughs> That's the best. After yeah. that, we both went to karaoke. Yeah. And I was waiting for an another guy who was like part of the group that we're managing. Mm. And it was like in my head, I was like, this is the chance where I can bond with my clients or people that I work with on a different level. Yeah. Like where we can let the walls down and we're not so like businessy. Yeah, like, exactly. Hey, like, like this is business only. Like we could like it's let those personal. walls down and yeah. just get like, like chill and mm. get to know each other on a different level. Yeah. So I thought, I think that's really important with all business maybe. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like sometimes, cause I was, I was just finished reading this book called, um, this is not a t-shirt. Um, and he talks about, um, you know, the hundreds, the brand, Yes. Yeah. So he talks about like doing different business deals and how, you know, sometimes it might require like a contract and that kind of stuff. And sometimes it's just beers and a handshake and you've got a deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's interesting to see like, I guess the the relationship that, you know, just sharing a drink has on a business versus like yeah, contracts definitely. and having this full on board yeah. meeting. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's true. Like maybe sharing a beer with someone else that you're doing beer i'm uh, sorry not doing, <laughs> doing beer, beer with that you're doing business with <laughs> yeah. and shaking hands is enough like it's enough um trust maybe yeah mm, definitely maybe. yeah well with, with friends i feel like yeah. it's something that you would do and it would be like all right cool like yeah you know trust is so key in business <laughs> and it's hard to kind of put like a scale or like number that like you you can't be like oh yeah i trust this person this much like mm -hmm. it's just like business is kind of built on trust as mm -hmm. well yeah. so sometimes a beer and a handshake is more it like it shows more than yep. a signature. Yeah. Do you think it's like a man thing? Like, <laughs> like if I like, let's say like we were to do something. Yeah. And we instead of like writing up a contract and everything, I mm. we went out for a beer, shook hands on it, looked mm. each other in the eye, like <laughs> like this is it. It's a deal. Yeah. Like it's a deal. Like yeah. I I would trust you. I'd be like yeah, this is like yeah. I'd feel more comfortable yeah, about yeah. that than they just people like doing a sus signature. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's a man thing. Is it? I don't know. I'm not sure. Do women like, like 
you know, go out, have a beer, and then like shake hands <laughs> and look at each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I'm sure women go out and have wine together and like do probably discussions do and probably like- Probably do the same thing. They probably do the same thing, you know? Like, I think just connecting with something that can make you vulnerable is what the key is there. And like, if you're doing an activity or something like that together, where it's like, especially just eating together, it's like, that's a vulnerable thing because some people yeah, are thinking about, oh, what do I look like when I eat? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, especially in a corporate serious um, setting and then like going to a cafe and having a meeting and just eating and together, it's like you're letting your walls down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head with the vulnerable thing. Like mm. um, it's when you allow yourself to be vulnerable with someone else. Yeah. It's a massive sign of trust, I, I mm. think. Yeah. So I me agree. going me going to karaoke with a client. Yeah. Singing showing your real shit self. ass voice. <laughs> like, yeah, man, your voice is shit ass. <laughs> Do you reckon that's why people become closer after karaoke as well? You feel yeah, like you know them a little so. bit better? Yeah, you let the walls down, the you're not imba- you've like let let your ego go kind of and Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. I feel like that's mm. why karaoke is so big in Asian culture as well. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah, just drinking and karaoke, I think. Yeah. You're just really connecting yeah. on like a different level. Yeah, definitely. Damn. I was saying this to the guys at work the other day, like um, drinking and like drinking with like a business in a business situation sometimes is like necessary to yeah make sweeten, sweeten those deals or something. Yeah. Right. It's all about like trust and yeah. like that relationship that you have. Definitely. And like you're more, I think um, people are more inclined to like buy something if they trust the brand mm-hmm. and if they trust the person and they feel like an emotional connection to it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, like if you're your friends and you're like homies with them, like you're more inclined to kind of go there. Like despite like how different like the technical side of things might be, yeah. you just want to kind of support them because you believe in them and you like have the same beliefs or you guys are like homies. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like I definitely agree, man. Sometimes a beer or like just going out for a drink or a meal is like way better than having a meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's different as well. So shout out to food and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel hungry and thirsty. I'm hell hungry. So yeah, well man, that was like fifty minutes, bro. Like, yeah, this is a good podcast. Like, that was a great podcast. I think we might cap it there, man. Mm-hmm. But uh definitely have you back on um, you know, the next episode. Thank and, you. You know, if you guys have any like uh suggestions on what we should talk about as well i'd love to hear what people think yeah. um you know your feedback's always welcome but um yeah that was a good one man we got through a lot of stuff there so a bit of food for thought for y'all <laughs> <laughs> wow what an amazing podcast that was sick what i a love chat. hearing my own voice yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard anyone say that on their own podcast <laughs> Self-love, man. Self-love. Self-love. We're about that self-love. So, yeah, if you enjoyed that podcast, uh, please don't forget to subscribe and uh, share it with your friends. Hopefully, it'll help someone out there or, you know, it'll be a good laugh while you're driving to work. Until next week, guys. Thank you. A-Town.